When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, Akil Stokes here and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to give you a sneak peek inside one of our Monday Q&A sessions. Now, the Monday Q&As are my favorite day of the week because it really allows us to dive deep into some of the obstacles that our traders are facing, help them come up with solutions, and then get them on the right track to becoming an independent, consistently profitable trader. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the behind the scenes work, what it takes to really become a good trader and continue to evolve. We're also going to talk about this idea of the overnight success and uh, show you exactly what it takes to be one or maybe what it doesn't take to be one. You have to find out. By the way, if you guys are new and you're interested in learning how to trade, make sure you head over to our website, www.tier1trading.com. Make sure you check out that 14-day trial membership that gives you access to our platform. You can join us in the live rooms. You can watch the daily videos. You can take some course content, play around with our indicators. And of course, you can interact with the best trading community in the world. So I hope to see you on there. Again, www.tier1trading.com. You can also check the show notes for the direct link. doing today it's been a while since we've done one of these i hope you guys had a great weekend we were just talking on the chat my weekend was uh pretty bad from a sports perspective to start things off but tiger woods winning the masters accomplishing the greatest comeback story in sports history made my weekend a lot better and we got into talking about professional golfing how my plan, my, my business mentor um, told me that I should be a professional golfer. That I should, I should train my kids to be professional golfers. And I was like, why? And then he shared with me kind of the stats on how much golfers make. And I was like, that makes perfect sense. So little known fact, when I first started trading, my plan was to be a professional golfer. Right. I was, I was uh, this is when I was doing stock investments. So I wasn't as active as I am now for with stock investments. You know, it basically the majority of your time is doing research, research, research and then waiting for the right opportunity to buy. So it wasn't like how I am now where I'm coming in each day and actively looking at the charts. I, I can literally be just doing research for weeks or, or, or months. Um, and then when the time is right, buy. So I had a lot, I had a lot of free time. Um, and during this free time, this is when I was mirroring my, my mentor and just reading up and, and, and really trying to learn everything from scratch. But what I would do, and I did this for a full year, um, is I consistently committed myself to golf. 
right? I always went to the driving range and stuff like that. So I was always good uh, off the tee, but everything else stunk. Uh, so I, I set up a routine where I would go each and every day or maybe like four or five times a week um, to the golf course and just work on different parts of my game and hopes of becoming a professional golfer. I just wanted to make the tour, right? I didn't have to be a good, really good player. I just wanted to get on the tour because if you get on the tour, you, you make a pretty good chunk of money. And then, of course, I can use that money to put it back into more investments and, and you know, all that other fun stuff. Um, however, just like trading, right? It's funny. I, I, make, I make fun of traders for thinking it's that easy. Um, trading and golf are, are very, very similar. And I, I, I thought the same thing about golf. Um, I'm a pretty decent athlete. I, I, I had pretty decent success in every single sport I've ever tried. Um, Golf was a different story. Golf was a completely different story. And, and again, golf and trading are, I mean, if, if I was, if I were more knowledgeable about golf, like if I was a, a more of a golf nerd, I'd write a book about either golf and trading or poker and trading. Very similar. How many of you guys have played golf? It's all psychology, man. It's all psychology. And Andrew just wrote in, it's all consistency. My typical round would go like this. It, it happened either one or, one or two ways, right? I'd start off good. And then I'd get one bad hole. And I'd mentally overthink and do whatever. And then the rest of my, rest of my game would be, would be crap. Right, you guys ever been there, you golfers? Or I'd start off horrible, right? And this is how golf tricks you. I'd start off horrible and I'd say, golf is dumb. Why are we playing this? I'm wasting my time. And then I'd end the match with like a birdie. And that birdie would suck, suck me back into playing again. And it's kind of like trading, right? Again, it's, it's, you guys ever like, you lose a bunch of trades and you have that one really, really big winner. And then you're like, I got this. I'm going to do this again. Or you ever have that streak of uh, winning trades, good trades that you take, and then you have that one bad trade, and then you just mentally get out of it, and you start doing all this other stuff you're not supposed to. You start overthinking and doing this and doing that, and you end up sabotaging your results. It's the same exact thing in trading. It, it, is, it is consistency. It is being mentally tough, mentally focused. And really, it's having a short memory, the ability to forget what just happened. If you mess up on a hole, you get a bogey then you got to forget about it right away and, and focus on the next hole. Same thing with trading. You have a losing trade, you got to ignore that losing trade, focus on the next one. You can't let that, you can't let that, uh, that past trade affect you. And you can't overthink it. You can't, you, you can't do things you're not supposed to do. almost impossible to master yeah it's it's tough it, it's if again for you guys that played if you ever played or familiar with golf it is eerily similar to trading um mainly because again you you never master it right I, I, you, you never really you're, you're never going to get hole in ones on every every single um hole that's impossible um but you try to be as consistent as possible and do the best that you can each time and that's how you find Success, not by being perfect, but being better than you are bad. So anyway, welcome to the Q&A. We have many new members joining us. If you guys are new, either live or on the recording, this is our 
our laid back Monday session where we're not as active in the markets uh, like our live rooms, but we are spending the time focusing on questions and answers. So um, the questions that our traders ask um, as they're going through the course or as they're going through whatever part of the trading journey they're at. And the goal is to have them coming out of today's session with a better understanding um, of their issue. Um, there is a, a deal under the Q&A. Uh, there's a box where if you fill out your question in the box, it shoots it straight to me and I can get it and discuss it for a Q&A. As always, you guys have my email. So if it's something that that just needs a kind of a short, quicker answer, um, you can feel free to shoot me an email directly. Again, if it's something that you'd rather see that you need to see an explanation on charts, then the Q&A is the best place to do it. Um, I got a pretty cool question today. We're going to we're going to we're actually going to walk through this question together, um, but I want to talk about some of the I want to address some of the other questions first. And the first question I got says, Akil, I find that the more time I spend in the charts, the better I get at seeing and predicting the story of price action. Anybody feel the same way? I feel like the more time I spend on the charts, the better I get with seeing and predicting the story of price action. Of course. However, right, there's always a but. If there's one thing about humans, there's always a but. However, I often can't get involved in a trade as rules are not met or risk reward ratios just aren't there. Do you guys find this to be common? Yes. Yep, this is perfectly common. In fact, it would be a red flag if you didn't feel this way. Again, we spoke about this during the Ascension event, but there's a big difference between the reality of trading and the perception of trading. The perception of trading is what you see on your commercials or what you see on the, the YouTube ads with the, the music playing in the background and people are firing off trades left and right, the, the Wolf of Wall Street stuff. That's the glorified version of trading. The reality of trading is actually that's pretty boring, that you're following a rules-based system, right? And your rules are very specific. They're very specific for a reason. Reason being to keep you out of bad trades. So what you're going to find a lot of the time is your analysis, and I don't want to say it's worthless. I think all analysis is good because as the trader mentioned in the beginning, I find that the more time I spend in the charts, the better I get with seeing and predicting the story of price action. So you're, you're accomplishing something. You may not be accomplishing a physical trade or an actual trade, but you're accomplishing something on the learning side. Um, but the majority of time, you're going to do analysis and guess what's going to happen? Either the market's not going to follow through with it and you never get your opportunity or the market's going to come down and do exactly what you want it. But maybe it doesn't give you your reason for entry. Maybe you require an RSI to be overbought or oversold and you don't get it. And what do you do in that case? Do you take the trade anyway and break your rules? No, you you do nothing. You say, all right, I'll wait for the next opportunity. Kind of like golf, going back to that analogy, success in trading basically comes from not sabotaging yourself. 
right? If you, if you look at the layout of a traditional golf course, it's really not that hard. Each, each hole gives you the ability to get there in par, which is, for you guys that aren't familiar with golf, that's the, the score that you're supposed to get, right? So if you have a par five, right, you hit it a little bit up, that's one stroke. You hit it a little bit further, that's two strokes. You hit it a little bit further, that's three strokes. You hit it on the green, that's four strokes. You put it in, that's five strokes. You did what you're supposed to do. Where people get in trouble in golf, <clears throat> me, is when they try to muscle it out. I'm going to try and get there and do a super swing and get there in two strokes. And then you end up pulling it into the, into the, uh, into the woods or hitting it in the water or doing something like that. You get a penalty stroke and now you're behind the eight ball. Trading is the same way. What, what disrupts a lot of traders' equity curves is the fact that they self-sabotage. Yes, they do all of the right things right, but instead of avoiding the negatives, avoiding the, the traps, the bad moves, they get involved in them and it, and it costs them money. So yes, by staying out of it, you're doing the right thing. Now, something that you should be doing, if, if you find that you are making predictions and the market is following through with your predictions, however, you don't have a chance to get involved per se, what do you think you should be doing then? What is something we always preach here? Mr. Preacher Man. Yeah, review, review, review. So something you should be doing, right, is you should be looking through your chart, looking through that opportunity that you couldn't get involved in due to risk reward or due to rules not being met, and you should be doing a self-review. We call it reviewing the tape where you just go through the day or days, whatever time period you're doing it at, you look at what happened in the market and you ask yourself, okay, well, how could I have gotten involved, right? Best case, 100% hindsight analysis, right? 100% hindsight analysis. How could I have gotten involved, right? Oh, I could have, I could have, oh, that was a higher, high, higher close there. That would have been a way. Akil always talks about this uh, three bar reversal. That could have been a way right there. Right, you review it and you start taking notes on these these alternative ways to getting involved. And once you see enough of them, once you kind of have an idea where, hey, this may be a more aggressive way to get involved, or this may be a different way to place stops or targets, whatever it may be, then what do you think the next step is after that? Jessica kind of already wrote it in. You back test it. You backtest it. You go through the process of now, now that you have an idea, another theory in the market, you go through the process of acquiring data and you see if it works. And guess what? If you backtest it, obviously if it fits your philosophy, um, fits your personality, and the backtesting results come back positive, what do you think you then can do? Play. <laughs> then you can get involved, right? Then you can, you can add it. So even though you're not actively taking trades, right? There's still a learning process going on. There, there's, there's all types of stuff going on in the background which is gonna benefit you later. Remember, trading is an investment, right? It's an investment, it takes time. We're always evolving um, as traders, right? So even when we're not doing stuff that literally makes us money, we're always working on things that are making us better. And that's kind of the cool things about, you know, this year we've had very slow markets and I see a lot of traders out there complaining. Oh, the markets are so slow. 
Oh, I don't get enough opportunities. Oh, I'll never make enough money, right? Right now, I'm taking trades at about half the rate I usually do, right? So um, if I typically average 20 trades a month, I'm taking about 10 trades a month. But guess what I'm doing each and every day? Guess what I'm doing each and every day? <laughs> Golf. I'm showing up and I'm getting better. I'm showing up. I'm doing technical analysis. I'm actively watching the markets. I'm actively reviewing what the markets are doing. I'm going through my process of, ooh, coulda, shoulda, woulda right there. And I'm evolving, I'm getting better. I'm getting, I'm getting prepared for the next evolution of me as a trader. And what's funny, you guys, you guys saw me, uh, I wore that shirt the other day. Um, what was it? Uh, overnight success years in the making, right? One of my favorite shirts. Overnight success years in the making because it's like a, you know, it's always like a tree. You don't, you don't see what's happening underground and then boom, as soon as it sprouts up, you're like, oh, that happened quick, right? When the next change in my trading comes, you're going to see people out there. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How, how did you just... How did you just become a trend trader that quickly? How did you become a breakout trader that quickly? Because last week you were you were you said you don't trade breakouts. How did you do all that testing and whatnot that quickly? Well, it wasn't that quickly. It was years and years in the making. You just didn't see it because it was underground. Right? No one notices until the flower blooms. But all the hard work is done underground. All the hard work is done in the ground. So first question. Hey, what's up, Greystone? Uh, Nomi says, yeah, they make it look like something made overnight, yet they were grinding for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, you look at business. I mean, small businesses, any business are the same way. I mean, for you guys that are entrepreneurs, you, the first couple of years of going into business were probably hell for most of you guys. Um, <laughs> um, it, it's a grind just to keep your head afloat. And then all of a sudden, boom, it pops. All of your hard work pays off. All of that initial investment that you made pays off. And then what happens? Naomi, man, you just you you started a business yesterday and all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. How'd you what was your secret? Uh two years of prepping and another three years of hard work. So you were doing this for, for five years? But I didn't hear anything about it. Well, you don't you didn't care about it until you saw results. I was here grinding all the time on Instagram, sharing with you my struggles of a, a young entrepreneur of growing the business. But you didn't care until we started saying we were a success story. You missed the fun part. You missed the fun part. And that is the fun part, guys. I'll tell you what. I mean, it's it's a grind. Don't get me wrong. But I, I always I, I say this to the students I work with um, who are going through. I, I have the luxury of working with students at a very interesting age. They're, they're, they're going from the age of basically teenager to adult. So I get to work with them in a very delicate period of their life. And I, I love it because I'm, I'm right at that point where I can have a, a really big impact on them. Right between 17 and 22. Right. Where life gets weird. Um, but I love it because they all, they all go through, they all go through these periods where 
probably for the first time they're they're living on their own. They're they're out from under their mother's and, and father's wings. And life is starting to hit them in the face. And if you guys know life sucks, right? Life is starting to hit them in the face, and it seems like this is the worst ever. And I get to tell them it will get worse, don't you worry. But <laughs> I always I always tell them that. You know, think about it like a book. Think about it like your favorite movie. What Avengers is coming out soon, right? How many, how many of you guys are Avengers fans? Thanos, right? Avengers is coming out soon. How, how popular would your favorite movie be if the good guy just won easily? Think about your favorite, your favorite movie. It could be Avengers. It could be something else. What if the good guy just won from the beginning? Would you, would, would you watch the movie? Would you read the book? If it opened up with the good guy winning and they just won the entire time? If the hero of the story was just awesome from the beginning? No. What happens in every good movie, every good book? What happens to the, the protagonist? They all go through some type of rough period, a period of adversity, right? They get beat down. We're just talking about Tiger Woods, right? Why is Tiger Woods the greatest sports story in history? Because he went from the very top to the very bottom and then came, climbed all the way back up. So when you're going through that period, whether it's in your trading or in your, your business venture, I always think about it like that. I always think about while I'm struggling and I'm grinding and it stinks and it's hard. This is going to make one hell of a book when I become successful. Because nobody likes a story where people just win. If you guys have, how many of you guys have read Market Wizards? If you didn't, shame on you. Must read for every trader. How many of you guys read Market Wizards? Right. One of the most valuable lessons I got from the book Market Wizards was this. Right. Because I, I went into Market Wizards um, assuming that traders were just born successful. Right. You came out the womb, you went to an Ivy League school and you were a success. Right. You had to have, you know, this certain look to you to be a successful trader. And everyone was great from the beginning because they're smarter than us and better than us and all this other funny stuff. Right. Right. In Market Wizards, how great were these traders at the beginning? Grayson says, if people like stories of people winning, no one would watch Hollywood movies. Exactly. How great were these traders in the beginning, right? Again, there's only one I can remember that found success from like the very beginning and was awesome just in life. The rest of them were pretty bad, right? You may have to go back and read it. The rest of them were pretty bad. And eventually, what did they do? They overcame that and became the greatest traders in history. And that was inspiring for me because at the time, <laughs> at the time, <laughs> that was pretty bad. And not like bad in a good way. I was going to say Michael Jackson bad, but we can't really say that anymore because um, that has a, a different reason now, um, which we knew about. We just didn't want to admit it. But now I guess we have to. But anyway, um, I was like bad, bad, like bad, not winning bad. And it was inspiring. It was inspiring to hear these stories of people that were just as bad as me and became successful. It gave me motivation, just like these Hollywood movies that Greystone just mentioned. Right. Why do people get inspired by these Hollywood movies? Because they can relate. They see the, the protagonist at rock bottom. They see them in a realistic state and they're like, man, that's me. They connect with them on that level. That's me. And then they get to follow the journey of, of climbing up that hill to success. 
And then they start to believe that, man, I can do it too. But that happens overnight, right? That happens, that happens overnight. That whole story happens, you know, overnight, right? As soon as you, soon as you file the papers, right? The time it takes to file the papers and, and get it back to you officially when you're starting your business, that's the overnight. And then you're just successful right away. That's all it takes. Fill out the papers, send it in, you get it back, and then you're successful, right? Overnight success. Thank <laughs> you.